This is a short bite episode of Homeschool Together. Hello and welcome back to Homeschool Together, short bite edition. We are talking about a game today. As always, we are we're getting back on brand here. We're talking about board games and this is the game of cartographers. Right. So this is a like a flip and write game. So we talked about Welcome to uh, Your Perfect Home, uh, which was a great game that's also in the same genre. Uh, this one's really neat. So you are the king's or queen's map maker, yeah. and you have a, um, a sheet of paper, and you're going to be drawing in basically Tetris shapes, various mm-hmm. Tetris shapes. Um, and it's an interesting game because there's lots of... There's lots of choice in how you draw in your Tetra shapes, and they have little symbols on them, so it's kind of fun. You can use colored pencils if you want, or you can use um, you can use uh, uh, crayons, or or you can use pencils and then make symbols. But basically, there's a little bit of an art aspect to it, right? Yeah. So what there is is there's four different like scoring conditions that you're trying to get to. This game is a 12, 12 and up, and we've played it with our seven and a half year old. And I really think that it's probably better at like a ten at least. She, and, she and understands up. it. I just don't think she has the full grasp of right. what she's trying to. I, I would say maybe try with like an eight or nine year old. Yeah. So, so um, this has got four scoring conditions that you're trying to go for, and it'll be like. Um, you'll get, you know, two points for every village square that's next to a mountain or whatever, whatever the wind conditions are, the scoring conditions are. And at the end of the round, you will score two of those Mm -hmm. conditions. And then the next round you'll score the next two. And, and so you're kind of going around and you're going to be getting just two pieces of the pie. It's done in seasons, but essentially you're getting to score two different score conditions at the end of each round. And a round is played where you're drawing a card that has a couple of Tetra shapes on it, and it has them of different types, like maybe it's field and river or whatever. Or water or or villages or whatever. Right. There's, There's a all few these different, different types. Forests. Of, yeah. There's a few different types. And so you get that and you get to decide which of those two shapes at, with its corresponding landscape type, you know, do you want to play and where do you want to draw it on your map? Cause you're the one making the map. So you're really thinking about like, okay, I want to save those spots near mountains for villages because that's how I get those points later on. So there's a lot of strategy with this one. That's mm-hmm. really neat. One of the things that's fun about it is that it's hidden throughout the deck and it comes up every once in a while is a card where you actually end up putting monsters or goblins on the map and you end up having to switch your map with someone else so you can just you just pass it to the left that person's going to get to put those goblins on your board and for every space around that that is not filled in with another shape um you're going to get negative points so you you know you don't have a choice somebody else gets to draw on your like perfect kingdom um so I think that that's kind of a fun little part of it. One of the things that I think is really good about this game is that it can play an unlimited number of players. Mm-hmm. So you, it says one to a hundred players, like as many sheets as you want. If you yeah. want to laminate this, if you have a really big family and you can never find games for like all eight of you to play or whatever, yeah. this is a great game. Just like Welcome To, yeah. because there is no boundary. Both, both of them are in the sim- similar vein of like kind of open expanded games. Exactly. Great, maybe good for... 
Yeah, like if you have gamer people and you need like a warm-up game and you got like eight of them or something like that. Yeah, if you've got yeah. a big group, big family, or um, it's not a complicated game to play. I wouldn't say that this is a casual game, though. This isn't a game for you to really... I mean, we've played it with your mom, but this isn't a typical play with grandma and grandpa like a, type game. It's not like a phase 10 or something like no, that. No, it's not a simple one. Because of the scoring conditions, you really do have to think about... You know, you have to make some strategic decisions. You can't go horribly wrong. Like our daughter always enjoys playing because she finds a spot to put everything, but she doesn't really maximize her score. Sure. She just, she finds a place for all the, the Tetris pieces. So I really love, I love the tactile element of getting to, you know, actually write in and, and do the drawing and then kind of, you know, your strategy about what you're going to go for and how you're going to try to fit things in. I don't in know every, what it is about game, Tetris shapes that we always yeah. like. And every game plays a little different. It's, yeah, with silver and gold being another good game like this where you're playing tetris shapes in. Yeah. and there's just something about the idea of these little shapes and you're trying to fill blocks and it's almost like you're right. like you're trying to if it, it feels it goes to my packing you know yeah it, it, we were all, playing patchwork and right, it, was, yeah. it was it was the same you i know, love to pack things in yeah really you've got yeah. these you got these shapes it's you know, you know, really um, fun you know uh, king dominoes like that queen dominoes yeah. like that where you're you're trying to build a in a fixed space mm -hmm. a shape or or a, or a combination we were playing yeah. blockus earlier blockus, um yeah. our little one and me were playing it and yeah, we so weren't playing like, it but we, we just yeah. we just love because it's all tetra shapes something about those is so pleasing it's the so, whole thing it's sort of like a puzzle like if you enjoy it puzzles uh, yeah I, I would say if you if you're a family that really enjoys puzzles you would like games like this yeah i think it's true because there is a lot of thinking but there's no real interaction between players except no, where you pass passing, yeah. where you pass your sheet to have somebody write on it then you get it back and you have to kind of like deal with wherever they put that yeah. on your sheet kind of like Ur. yeah i yeah, know you're like oh gosh that know. was i was planning something you know so <laughs> but otherwise there's no other kind of like take that so it's a pretty mild game um and i don't i think it's it's good for um, families that don't like any kind of take that type stuff. It's Again, an, a pretty mild. A really good travel game as well. Yeah, it's a great travel game. Because and good to play at like, say, you know, like we, I think we played this. Did we ever play this out, out at dinner? Yeah, once? yeah. Well, you can totally play this at a restaurant because yeah. you have your sheets very small. It's like maybe like five by six or seven. Yeah, they're pretty small. And then it's a one deck of cards. So yeah. it's a very minimal game. It'd be great if you were like going camping or doing any other kind yeah. of travel. And we just really love um, how much, you know, how many, how many people it can play. Because sometimes I mean, if you have more than like six players, it's really, really hard to find games you can play. It's hard so. to find any game that plays that much. Right. Seven Wonders will play seven, but there's a lot of games that won't play over six. Yeah. A lot of them, heck, won't even play over four. Yeah, so, so like even Catan, I think you need an expansion to be able to get above five or so. No, to be to get above four, you need the five and six player expansion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, this is a great one. I uh, really like this. There is an expansion for it, which we haven't gotten yet, but it you know adds even more. The boards are two-sided too, so there's one that's a little easier, and then the the one on the other side is harder because it has like a big uh, a pit in the middle of it that yeah. you can't you know draw on. So it gives you even less space to work with. Um, so yeah, there's a couple of options here. It's a really solid game. So if you like thinky kind of puzzle and, games. And, and always pretty affordable. They always kind of have a nice deal going yeah, on. It's yeah, it's not too expensive. It's one, of those, it's one of those really nice, really fun sub $20 games. And it's really hard to find really nice board games, you know, in the board game world that are you know, sub 20 bucks that are really fun. Yeah. You can usually find it between yeah. 20 and 25 bucks. And yeah. it's, yeah, it's a really good, it's a solid game. I think it's a keeper. It packs really small. So we highly recommend cartographers from Thunderworks games. Thanks so much for joining us today and making us a part of your homeschool journey. Please engage with us on social media. Join our homeschool together podcast group on Facebook 
and find us at Homeschool Together Podcast on Instagram. We'd love to hear your feedback, questions, and recommendations. Until next time. Happy homeschooling!